Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, brand new poll numbers in the 2020 race, and the Biden campaign leans into the electability argument. It is not all that common that you hear a candidate or his spouse, in this case, sort of just talk bluntly and plainly about an electoral strategy. Usually it's clouded with other message speak, but Jill Biden, the former vice president's wife and campaign confidant, was up in New Hampshire talking to a group up there and made an argument where it sort of seemed like her inside voice was speaking out loud. This was less about a battle for the soul of the country, at least in these in this portion that I'm going to let you listen to of her remarks, less about a health care plan or a climate change plan or the future of the Democratic Party and the direction it wants to go. This was purely about Jill Biden telling voters, you can look at this whole field, but defeating Donald Trump's the most important thing. And my husband, Joe, is the one that can do that. That that was the totality of the crux of the argument she was making to these New Hampshire voters. Here was Dr. Jill Biden in New Hampshire yesterday. I know that not all of you are committed to my husband, um, and I respect that, but I want you to think about your candidate, his or her electability, and who's going to win this race. I know my goal is to beat Donald Trump. We have to have someone who can beat him. And so if you look at the polls, if you look at Joe with his record with independence, we can't just have Democrats who are going to win. You know, we have to include everybody. Our party has to be more inclusive, which means we have to go to independents and say, join us. We have to go to Republicans. Your candidate might be better on, I don't know, health care than Joe is. But you've got to look at who's going to win this election. And maybe you have to swallow a little bit and say, okay, I sort of personally like so-and-so better. But your bottom line has to be that we have to beat Trump. So there you have it. You may not like the other ones. You may not. You may like their health care plans better than Biden's, better than Joe's. But you got to vote for Joe Biden because he's the one that could defeat Trump. That's the argument. It would be one thing if it was sort of a one-off from the candidate's spouse. But the Biden campaign actually launched their Iowa television advertising campaign today. And when you start putting hundreds of thousands of dollars behind a message, it's one that you clearly have tested and you think works for you. And in this ad, this brand new 60-second spot that's up in Iowa that I, I want you to hear from the Biden campaign, the electability argument is front and center in this ad as well. Here is the Biden 2020 Iowa campaign ad debut. We know in our bones this election is different. The stakes are higher, the threat more serious. We have to beat Donald Trump. And all the polls agree Joe Biden is the strongest Democrat to do the job. No one is more qualified. For eight years, President Obama and Vice President Biden were an administration America could be proud of. 
our allies could trust and our kids could look up to. Together, they worked to save the American economy, to pass the historic Affordable Care Act, protecting over 100 million Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now, Joe Biden is running for president with a plan for America's future, to build on Obamacare, not scrap it, to make a record investment in America's schools, to lead the world on climate, to rebuild our alliances. Most of all, he'll restore the soul of the nation. Battered by an erratic, vicious, bullying president, strong, steady, stable leadership, Biden, president. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Usually, politicians say that the only poll that matters is the one on election day, or I pay no mind, pay no mind to the polls. They go up, they go down. No. In this case, Joe Biden's putting hundreds of thousands of dollars on televisions in living rooms across the critical first in the nation state of Iowa saying, take a look at these four polls that show me beating Donald Trump. That's the reason you should be interested in me and why you should vote for me. Now, yes, the ad goes on. It's 60 seconds long. It makes the full attachment to Barack Obama and attaches Joe Biden to the Obama legacy. That should be very appealing for many Democrats to see. And it then goes on to say he doesn't want to scrap Obamacare. He wants to perfect it. He wants to expand upon it. And it frames what is the general election argument and the core rationale for the Biden candidacy since the day he launched his campaign with images of of Charlottesville. So too does this debut ad have images of Charlottesville. And it ends with the argument that Trump is an erratic bully and that Biden is offering strong, steady, stable leadership. So it, it does end with the general election frame. But that whole lead into the ad, to the, the beginning of the ad capturing people's attention, is poll numbers showing them doing really well against Trump in the general election. That is the electability argument, folks. That's what it means to be running on electability. Putting hundreds of thousands of advertising dollars behind a message is, is what it means to be running on electability. So... When someone tells you they're not running on electability, don't believe them if they're actually advertising on it. Now, here's the thing. The reason they're advertising on it, the reason that Biden and his campaign and his wife are out there on the campaign trail or in TV living rooms on ads making this argument is because it's working for him. It is a core strength of his candidacy. Our brand new CNN poll conducted by SSRS on behalf of CNN shows Joe Biden back to a double-digit lead in this Democratic nomination contest. He's at 29% in the horse race in, in this poll among registered Democratic voters or independent Democratic-leaning voters. 29% for Biden. Sanders and Warren are tied for that second slot. Sanders in this poll at 15, Warren at 14%. Buttigieg and Harris round out the top five with 5% each. O'Rourke at 3%. Booker, Castro, and Gabbard at 2%. Everyone else 1% or below. We should note that 2% for Julian Castro is very consequential. It's his fourth poll in the qualifying window for the DNC debate in September in Houston. With this poll out today... Julian Castro has made the debate stage. He is the 10th Democrat to qualify both in the fundraising threshold, 130,000 grassroots donors, individual donors, and you've got 
four polls with 2%. Julian Castro, the 10th Democrat to make the stage. There are four other Democrats, four other Democrats who have made the fundraising threshold, but not yet the polling threshold. And the DNC requires the candidates this time around to meet both. Tom Steyer, one poll away, but he's met the fundraising threshold. He's one two percent showing away in a poll. He needs that poll released between now and next Wednesday, August 28th, if he is going to be the 11th Democrat to qualify. Tulsi Gabbard, who gets two percent in our poll today, that's her second poll at two percent. She's now two polls away, two two percent showings or better away from making the debate stage. Again, she'll need two qualifying polls that the DNC has put forth between now and next Wednesday to make that happen. A potential high bar there with only a week to go, not knowing which polls or how many will be released between now and next Wednesday. And Jay Inslee and Marion Williamson have both said that they have met the fundraising threshold, but they are further away with qualifying polls. Jay Inslee has no qualifying polls, and I don't believe Marion Williamson does either in this window of time at 2%. So there are even longer shots. So those four are still four to watch in these next seven days. Now, back to that electability argument with Joe Biden that I said is working for him. So clearly, he's back to a double-digit lead in in the horse race in this poll. He is... I kind of look at this poll as the bounce back poll, the snapback poll. Our last poll in June that we're comparing this to was taken in the immediate aftermath of that first debate in Miami where Joe Biden took that punch from Kamala Harris and it clearly damaged him and it clearly elevated her. What is also clear from all of the polls since then, since the second debate in Detroit and now in our poll as well, is that that moment was not everlasting. Kamala Harris did not use the Miami debate debate to elevate her permanently into some new tier in this race. It was a bit of a sugar high. It was a, an elevation and it was temporary. She's down 12 points in this poll from the 17 percent she posted in the immediate aftermath of that Miami debate. She's down to 5% now, back in the mid-single digits where she was at 7 or 8% in, in some of our polls prior to that. And Joe Biden is back up. He's up 7 points. He's back up to 29% where he was before that Miami debate moment. So here's what we know. It's not that debates don't matter. That first debate clearly mattered. It just mattered for a moment in time. It didn't matter permanently in altering the structure of the overall race. We also know that despite a lot of coverage of Joe Biden's so-called gaffes, though I'm not really sure they were gaffes, or slip of the tongues or undisciplined moments on the campaign trail, and it gets a lot of attention, you don't see that reflected in the poll numbers with the voters as something that's very concerning, obviously. Underneath these numbers, you really do see, if you dig in, and I urge you, go to CNN.com slash politics, check out Jennifer Agesta's write-up, our polling director. But you can really see the coalition of voters that are at the core of Biden's strength. Older voters, moderate and conservative Democrats rather than liberal Democrats. Although he is competitive with Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren in this poll for liberal Democrats, but he is overwhelmingly the favorite among the moderate to conservative crowd. That's his strength. He has a strength with non-college educated white voters. 
And so you can see where he is strongest. And in the other areas where some of the other candidates, namely Sanders and Warren, post up better numbers than they have overall, that where they sort of overperform with some groups and are some of their core strengths, young people, self-identified liberals, college-educated white folks. It's not as if Joe Biden gets a zero with those groups. He's competitive there, too. Hence the double-digit lead he has over his closest competitors in this race. And on the electability front, a majority of Democrats in this poll, though I should note it's a slightly smaller number, a lower number than we saw in previous polling on this topic, 54% of Democrats in this poll say they want their nominee to be the person that has a strong chance of beating Donald Trump versus 39% who say they want their nominee to be somebody that shares their positions on the issues. So a majority of Democrats want somebody who has a chance of beating Trump. And if you look at the way these votes split out, that is clearly a Biden strength. Among those who say beating Trump is what they want in a nominee, the horse race goes like this. Biden gets 35% of those voters to 14% for Sanders and 15% for Warren. So his number goes up with that group than the overall. Biden and Sanders about the same as where they were. Among the voters who say, and remember, it's a smaller piece of the pie, just 39% say so, but among that 39% that say they want a nominee who shares their positions on the issues, Biden's down at 22%, Sanders at 18 Warren at 12 That's a much more competitive race there among what I would call the folks who may be a little more ideologically pure, really looking for their, their candidate that is with them on the issues. Damn the politics of beating Trump, if you will. And that smaller slice of the pie, that's a more competitive horse race. But this is a huge advantage for Joe Biden among those who have a who won a nominee with the Trump defeater, the Trump dragon slayer as the as the calling card. That is when Biden's number gets even better. So that is why you hear Jill Biden talking the way she did in New Hampshire. That is why you see this in the Biden campaign's advertising. Again, go to CNN.com slash politics. Check out all of the poll numbers there. They're fascinating. Dig into them. And please be sure to tune in again right here on The Daily DC tomorrow. Quality sleep is essential. And that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.